Go to everydaynovelist.com slash support to join the madness. <laughs> Welcome to the Everyday Novelist. My name is J. Daniel Sawyer, author of nearly 30 books, more than 30 short stories, and numerous articles and scripts and essays, coming to you from up in the crow's nest with my spyglass on this daily voyage through the dicey waters of business, craft, learning, and art in the writing life. Welcome to The Questions, episode 914. Today we are continuing from yesterday, where we got a lovely, kind, and generous email from Nicole, thanking us for doing the podcast and inspiring her to pick up writing for the first time in a long time, um, which has got to be a good vacation from teaching high schoolers German and Japanese, because there's only so many years in a row you can go listening to people learn freshly to swear in another language before you want a hobby. At least I assume so. Um, I love, German was one of the few classes in high school I actually liked, so. Um, but, uh, yeah, so Nicole left, we left on a cliffhanger. Nicole has two more questions for us. The first question, spinning off her, uh, context from yesterday, goes as follows. First, any advice on where to go from here? Anywhere but Cincinnati. We just, or Columbus. We just drove through Columbus and it's kind of a janky city. So I advise going anywhere but Columbus. <laughs> Apologies to the state of Ohio. Yeah, and the people from Columbus. I'm trying to go through a chapter at a time for a second pass. A friend of mine has offered to look through it. I need to really deepen the friendship groups in it, and I like to weave in more humor. I don't know if I'd want to try to publish it or not. I'm not even sure an Alice in Wonderland meets Harry Potter meets Firefly it has any commercial value. Yes, it does. <laughs> yes. I'd read that. Yeah. Go on. Go on. Is, is that the whole question? Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. So um, I'll work backward from the publishing thing. I would advise you to publish it, even if it's under a burner name that you're never expecting to sell anything under, for a very simple reason. You want the practice with the publishing process. Uh, part of it's emotional practice. You learn to put something out there and let it go. That's very hard for some writers to do. The second is the practical process, because um, you're, you're going to be publishing. If you wind up, for some reason, working with a traditional publisher, you want to know what's involved. And if you wind up going it your own way, you are. it's just like writing. It requires practice and learning. And so any chance you get to get that practice and learning is worth taking. Now, to walk back up the trail, where do you go from here? Um, I recorded a f couple of nights ago, wasn't it, the big episode on revisions? I think so, yes. So that should have aired a few days before this. Um, we'll link to it in the show notes. I talk about it extensively, but to do a quick recap... Um, it sounds like you're starting out as what Chris Rush would call an adder-inner, where you write something kind of bare, and then you go back and you punch it up. This is how a lot of comedians work. Um, it's how I tend to work when I'm in a rush, when the ideas are coming too fast for me to get them all down in time. I wind up, I find that on the go-through, 
a lot of times what I'm doing is I'm taking little off-handed comments and expanding them into moments to slow the pacing down and to give the to give the story more flavor. Um, you're, the difficulty that you should anticipate is that you're new at this, and so your ability to imagine what might be good is going to be a lot better than your ability to execute it, because you've got a lot more practice as an audience than you do as a writer. Um, so I would caution you to approach your revisions with a light touch because you don't quite know what you're doing yet or you don't know what you're doing as well as you know what's wrong. So you're going to want to experiment but you should expect that you're not going to be able to fix it entirely. Um, so to thread that needle I would advise avoid doing wholesale rewrites and look to do one of two things in any given section. Either add in and flesh out, or cut down. You, the, what you want to cut out is the boring parts, and what you want to add in are the parts that feel like you want more as you're reading it. Um, or where your uh, beta reader tells you, I want more here. And then you also want to, you know, places you actually do want to change things are when you've got continuity errors, typos, that sort of stuff. But go through, get it done, release the as fast as you can so that it's off your table because you don't want to get caught in revision hell. Release the best job you can do now and let it go. Now, a few things could happen. Most likely, you'll publish it, you'll sell one copy to a friend, maybe two, if that, assuming you tell them it's up, maybe one copy to the occasional passerby who stumbles on it in a long browsing session, and that'll be it. It probably won't do much, unless you're extremely lucky or unlucky, depending on your perspective. And it takes off like a rocket, and you don't know why, and you don't know how to follow it up. Um, possibility number two is that you put it up, it does absolutely nothing, and you forget about it. Possibility number three is you put up, you put it up, it does little or nothing, but it stays in your mind. And 10, 15, 20 years later, you think, hey, I know how to do that story right. And you take it down, you throw the old draft out, and you rewrite the whole thing from scratch, working with the same idea, same concept, and you come up with something as a more mature writer that you could imagine but not execute as a young writer. I've done this a few times. I've had a number of my early short stories, including He Ain't Heavy and Silent Victor from the Clark Lantham series. Oh, and Smoke Rings. Um, the uh, entire Joss Kyle series, which podcasted the first volume as Predestination and Other Games of Chance. Um, a number of my novels have started out life once upon a time back in the late 90s as short stories that went nowhere. Um, I wrote them, did the best I could, sent them around, they all got rejected, they sat in a pile. And in each case, I was sitting down to write a new book, and that story was in my head. There was something about that story that wasn't finished for my subconscious. And so I put them back, pulled them back off the stack and I read them and I said, 
oh, I know how to write this now. And I did. And that's the version that's now publicly available on the market. So that could happen. And the third, uh, sorry, and the fourth possibility is that you put it up and it has just tapped a major cultural vein and some maven picks it up by chance, loves it, starts talking it up everywhere and you get people beating down your door saying, where's the next book? Um, that one can be, as I alluded to earlier, kind of disturbing and if you're not ready for it, it can be kind of destructive. Um, because it can throw you, throw you into an emotional tailspin for that to happen this early in your career. I mean, look at how long it took Andy Weir to write his second novel. It just came out this year. It took him like six years or seven years to recover from the success of The Martian. Um, and he, good kudos to him, he recovered from it. Um, some writers don't, which is why you do have one-hit wonders out there. So... That would be my advice on where to go from here and what to do um, about whether to try to publish it or not. Tomorrow, we'll be dealing with your second question, and we're all in suspense. Thank you very much for sending it in, Nicole, and we'll see you tomorrow. The Everyday Novelist is written by J. Daniel Sawyer and presented by J. Daniel Sawyer and Kitty McKeon and is produced by Artistic Whispers Productions Incorporated. The text is copyright 2021 J. Daniel Sawyer and the production is copyright 2021 Artistic Whispers Productions Incorporated. This podcast is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives License and all other rights are reserved to their respective owners. Join the conversation, submit a question, leave a comment, or a creative death threat, or find me at jdsawyeronminds.com or hit me at feedback at jdsawyer.net. We can't do it without you.